Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. My name is Sedge and I am your host and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak, this week. As in most weeks. Most of them. We're also joined by Twilight. Okay. (laughs) And Light has finally fixed his lagging issue, rerouted his internet, and gotten out of the Matrix. Welcome back to reality. I'm What's back. up, buddy? Hey. You gotta speak up, man. Mm-hmm. No, he just wants uh, to whisper into his microphone sensually. Oh, God. So, what's everybody been playing this week? That's a loaded question and a laundry list at the same time. <laughs> well, get started on it, then. All right. Well, let's see. Granted, most of the stuff actually came out today. Um... In the realm of VR, I uh, picked up Boneworks, which is something I had, we had brought up a while ago. Yeah, Um, we brought that up in like episode two or something. I don't, something like that. Something like that. Um, But officially announced, or launched, I should say, and I like it. It's it's really nice. The, uh, The controls take a little bit of getting used to like sprinting is still kind of a pain in the dick because you you have to click down on the analog stick but it's not like the click down is not as responsive while you're moving forward so you almost have to stop moving and then click it and then start moving again um but otherwise like the way that they incorporated the weight physics for different objects is noticeable so it's like swinging a sledgehammer with one hand. There's lag with it. So like you'll swing it with one hand and it's not going to do the full motion. You actually have to like wait for it to catch up then. Um, and at one point you'll just kind of inherently do that. But if you use two hands to swing it, it swings at full speed. Hmm. Um, nice. The... The only downside that I have experienced myself with it is I ended up getting some motion sickness. Um, about half hour, 45 minutes into, you know, going through just like the intro area where they talk about all the physics stuff that they added. Um, actually, one of the cooler things, there was a moving rope line. You grab onto it and it starts moving you, but you can technically just climb yourself up that was that was really cool but again the motion sickness started setting in with uh with all of that because like bending down and standing up i mean it it's stuff that's in a lot of other vr games but they they turned it to 11 like you have to open the doors and think about the physics of opening a door okay i so bone works is the game i am thinking of then yes probably all right. Uh, I shared yeah, like... a, I shared a video in this chat a long time ago from uh, Adam Savage's tested people. Oh yeah, and... they uh, they got a chance to try out uh, one of the development points yeah. of Boneworks. Yeah, they they went and visited the developer, and it like had super realistic guns, physics, and like. Uh, even though it looked like at first glance, it looked like a tiny room, but it turned out to have a bunch of secrets. You could climb, you could do like all kind of crap. 
Yeah, and actually, that's uh, the next time I play. That's actually what I'm going to focus on because I'd even go into like the like tutorial area. I just went straight into story. Oh. I want to actually go to the tutorial area and like yeah. experiment with that and try out the different guns and see how that all feels. So at least in the build that they played way back when, which is before it was even a product, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, there were the hidden areas actually also had hidden weapons. I believe so. Yeah. They also had like a, I want to say that there was a balloon gun. They had a lot of stuff with that. Where you could shoot it onto things and then eventually they'd start rising up and the person who was playing started shooting their own body. I will definitely need to test that. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, that. I mean, that seems like pretty much every shooter VR game. If you turn the gun on yourself, you'll end up suiciding. I did that well, often enough in Pavlov. They were just lifting. It reminded me of yeah. that scene from Willy Wonka, but I don't know how it would affect somebody's hmm. inner ear. Yeah, well, again, like I started getting motion sickness just from everything that was there. Um, but again, it it was fun. It's interesting, and I just I got to get my uh, my brain and my body used to it. Yeah, very um, cool concept. And so, yeah, that one was one that I only got, again, I only got a couple of hours into, but it was, as I said, lots of fun and I'll definitely do more. Otherwise, um, I haven't picked it up yet, but I actually watched a full playthrough for it, uh, GTFO. Oh, yeah, that came out uh, of early access today? Yeah, it, well, it officially launched early access today. So they oh, were yeah, doing. Yeah, they right. did the alpha. Now it's in early access. Um, the only reason I didn't outright buy it after watching a group of guys that I normally watch, they beat the stage. Turns out there's only one level currently available. Um, but it, it definitely showcased, you know, teamwork is a must, and uh, don't be a dumbass when it comes to a room full of. Uh, big squishy baddies you mean that thing we definitely found out when we played the alpha yes yes indeed because we got our asses fucking handed to us in that game yeah and i think they actually changed it up a little bit because you remember how it was like we had to keep walking to specific points when we like initiated the escape and it was like you had to stand on a point wait for it to sink stand on the next point wait for it to sink now it's i believe a get the hell out of there moment. It's you don't have to wait for it. You're you just have to follow the path to the exit you need to get to. Would you say that you have to GTFO? Yes. Yes, you would. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it is a quality of life thing that definitely makes the game more uh, accessible, approachable. Other words of that sort. Well, that that's good, because I mean, I, I think we got the rhythm going pretty well, but once we got to that point, it was it was fucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got like, done. Because I, I still don't think you have enough fucking ammo. Yeah. And people still complain about that. But one of the other things that I noted is you genuinely need to make sure that you are uh, like take advantage of the fact that they don't react unless you are moving by them. Right. Like, 100%, you know, no lights, 
and no sound and they won't react to you. You could be standing right next to the thing. And as long as you're not moving or showing off your light, when that little heartbeat sound goes out of them, you're good. And I actually watched that a couple of times where the guy was sitting right next to one of the big guys and just like looking at him like, I don't know what to do here, guys. I was like, don't move. Just don't move. Mm-hmm. Now in the end, they did lose that mission, but it I mean, was, we it had was a couple. Experience. We had a couple points like that where we were sitting there, like, "Don't, whatever you do, yeah, don't move." And then, and then somebody would like, tw- yeah, someone took a pot shot or somebody twitched wrong, and yeah, <laughs> did not end well. No. Um, another one. Destiny put out their uh, new season, which started today. The uh, this this the it's the sundial, right? So, this is the Osiris season, right? Yeah, but one of the big things about it is it's all about Saint Thirteen, or okay, Saint is it, I think it's Saint Thirteen. Um, oh no, Saint Fourteen. Um, what what the hell is Saint Fourteen? So Saint Fourteen in the lore was literally just a badass titan. I mean. Kick the crap out of everything, and if only he were around when Gaul showed up, he'd have wrecked his shit type of titan. You actually, in, I think, yeah, in the original Destiny 2 launch, you could get his shotgun. I think you still can, as long as you can find the items and whatnot. Um, and you follow his story, like, the story of what happened to him, and you end up going through a portal... While you're listening to this audio log about him just like talking about what's happening to him, you go through the portal and you literally just see a mound of dead Vex, the robot enemies. And it's God just. damn. Yeah. Oh, no. This is not just a mound. This would be a mountain size pile of dead Vex. And it's just him discussing how he's trapped here, but he's going to keep killing these things until there is no more. So apparently he got trapped outside of time or something and just went on a crusade to kill Vex and did just that. Um, Unfortunately, he didn't get to his kill all of them point because they're still around. Well, when you're dealing with robots who literally live outside of time, eh, there's not much you can do. Yeah, that's fair, but still. Um, but yeah, it turns out Osiris basically built a sundial in the, uh, I can't remember what it, the, not the Prime Meridian. It's one of the Vex buildings on Mercury. That's technically how they run simulations. Like they, they run through a simulation thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of times to find the most optimal solution. Well, Osiris is using that to try and find a way to save Saint-14, because that was his friend. The Red Legion catch wind of this and are now using it to try and find a way to turn the Red War in their favor. And thus, the new season begins. Lots of backstory. So, (laughs) You were about to say something? Oh no, I was just going to say I'm going to have to check that out, because, you know. Lots of content. Yeah. Um, I mean, that goes into all the other content that's come out this week. Yeah. Uh, well, and then, you know, I finally picked up Call of Duty Yeah. after a long night of Halo making me realize, yeah, I'm definitely more of a COD guy. 
Uh oh. And then I picked up COD and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely more of a COD guy. <laughs> it's really entertaining too, considering. So uh, obviously, uh, and I'll get to this. Well, we can just cover it right now. Might so be. Master Chief Collection also came out last week. Oh, yes. I, I believe it came out the day we recorded last week's episode, so obviously didn't have much to say about it at the time. And astute listeners will probably be like, wait, he said Master Chief Collection came out. Hasn't that been out for forever? Yes, it re- it launched on PC with Halo Reach. Fuck is that game infuriating. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, and that was, that that was, was kind of watch. my... Uh... There she is. That was... That was like my review on it was like it's nostalgia trip and it's got all the good nostalgia and then i start having the flashbacks to all the rage Hmm. Uh, uh, so i went and i played it on xbox obviously because i have reach on xbox through game pass because you have to buy it separately um it's much easier playing with a controller because of the aim assist as somebody who's pretty much converted 100% to PC gaming, saying that feels dirty. <laughs> but the game is legitimately easier if you have the controller, and that's fucking infuriating. Is that why you guys are getting your asses handed to you constantly? Yes. At, hey, at least I'm still well, at a positive kill death. Not much of I'm a positive, not... but... The most frustrating about that, about those streams was you both rage. Pure unfiltered See, rage. I highly recommend all of you watch it if you're listening to this. <laughs> See, it didn't even get to a point of unfiltered rage for me anymore. I was just at this state of just constant seething calmness. It's kind of where I was Call at last. Yeah, it's, that's where I was where we when we were playing COD last night. Well, but that was the thing this... with with COD. Although we did have the one match where we we got. We got destroyed, and yeah, you look at the post round. They, were, I think, three fourths of their team were on a console of some sort. So yeah, there, there's aim assist in that, and I actually think I remember seeing that in the options when I was digging through them. Yeah, because I mean, they got the thing is, I can't be mad that it's in the game because they need it. Because they need it. Because there's no way in hell a console player would be able to go up against mouse and keyboard without it. But that doesn't change the fact that when I'm playing and having that happen... That it's not infuriating as fuck. Yeah, no, super infuriating. Especially in Reach when, you know, you try to nail people with... Because you need to nail them with those perfect fucking headshots to drop their shields. (sighs) And you can't get the fucking hit on the right part of their body to drop the shields, but they can just laser rifle you just pop 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 and your shields are dead and you're down it's fucking infuriating so as much as we're bitching about these two games they are good games yeah they are fun Uh, games i will say reach does have a sound issue that they're working on the sound is really muffled yeah i didn't really notice Uh, that but that might just be me yeah it you can definitely notice especially if you go back and play the 360 version Mm. so which i had done like a month ago Right. But that's something I can look past. I know a lot of people were angry about it because they're like, oh, they said it'll be ready when it's ready. This doesn't seem very ready. It's like, well, it's playable, is it not? Well, With people minimal... will bitch about anything. 
with minimal lag and latency issues. And yeah, I'd say this is a pretty solid PC port of an old console game, and I can't wait to see what they do with the other games in the Master Chief Collection. And Halo Infinite when it comes out next year. <laughs> Gimme. Um, yeah, sorry, I kind of took your what have we been playing this week section to rant about Halo. No, you're good, you're good. Um, I mean, otherwise it was just getting back into Warframe, waiting for that next update. I Sadly, I missed the dev stream this past week, which makes me sad because that's when they usually kind of give hints or showcase the stuff that will be coming out. So, sad on that. Um, but they're still doing the intermission, so you can get a bunch of rewards just for playing and doing uh, objectives. It's free. Literally 100% free. You buy cosmetics. I have yeah, a lot of cosmetics. You do have a lot of cosmetics. <laughs> you can also buy frames, but you can also earn them by playing the game. And if you have Twitch Prime, you can get them for free as well. I think right now they are giving out Ember, and then there's a, uh, for your personal craft, there's a interior freebie that they're giving out right now as well. Every time we talk about Warframe, it sounds like we're being paid to say nice things about it. I wish I was getting paid to say nice things about it, because, yeah, I will say them regardless. Hey, Warframe devs, hit us up. <laughs> if only it were that simple. Actually, yeah. it, it almost is. Like, if you go to TennoCon and you you tell them, it's like, yeah, I'm a streamer and, you know, average views are this. It's actually not that hard to get partnered with them. Well, I think we need to get you to TennoCon then. Yeah, get me up to Canada. Hell yeah, I will. That is not that hard to do. Canada is very close. Yeah. I just got to. Um, downside is it's July. So it's like it's right in the middle of when all of my other events and conventions are going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you just got to, you know. Make the choice. Get, make the choice. Although that is right around when Comic Con is. Yep. It's the week before Comic-Con, I think. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't miss Comic-Con. Uh, I would rather not miss Comic-Con. Yeah, th- all right, fair enough. I would, If I had the option to go to Comic-Con every year, I would also not want to miss Comic-Con. Um, um, but yeah, that's, for the most part, aside from some Heroes of Hammerwatch, that has been what I have been playing. All right. Light, you got anything this week? Uh, I've been re-going through Saints Road 2. Oh, nice. That's actually uh, one how... of the better ones. It It is. Well, I've never played 4, which I don't begrudge for its shortcomings already. And uh, I have two copies of 3 that refuse to install, so I've only Weird. played through it once. Yeah. Yeah, See? when I got the second copy, which I got for free, uh, I was like, oh, hey, maybe this one will work. But apparently my PlayStations just hate Saints Row. Hmm. Luckily the Xbox doesn't, so I've been playing Saints Row 2. There you go. See, I love the evolution of the Saints Row series. Because mm-hmm. it went from GTA knockoff with Saints Row 1. Oh yeah, absolute. That That is San Andreas 2. Yeah. <laughs> then it went to slightly wackier GTA knockoff. So it was more mm-hmm. of a comedy game. But it still was mainly steal cars, shoot gangsters, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then you went um, to Saints Row 3, which had an anime game show in it, and it opened with you basically... Ah, uh, Genki Man. 
Yeah, and it opened Professor with you just Genki. jumping Sorry. through an airplane. I mean, it had and... that whole bank heist that is just one of the best openings of a game. Yeah, the one where, because the Saints are so fucking big that everybody's like, oh, it's the Saints, guess we just lose. Yeah, uh, though, replaying through 2, there are actually a couple of serious moments in it. Oh yeah, they I all have do... that one or two super serious moment. Well, there's a there's a big contention online. I'm gonna tie this into some of the some of my rumor mill stuff. Uh, there's a big contention online of uh, like a clear divide between fans of two and fans of three. People hmm. who think that it found itself on two and people who think that it found itself on three. I I, I lean towards latter. I think that Saints Row 3 is the first one in the series that is 100% its own thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'll give you that one. It's it's a good evolution of three of 2 mechanically. And yeah, and then 4 is glorified DLC cuz it was supposed to be DLC. And I think that if things didn't go so wrong with THQ, uh it wouldn't have ruined the Saints Row reputation as bad uh because deep silver just promoted the shit out of four and it's like the turnaround was so quick i don't just everything that happened that caused saints row 4 to become saints row 4 and not just the saints row 3 under the dominatrix dlc (laughs) but but anyway uh the good news is volition has a team right now working on rebooting saints row apparently I feel bad for their. I feel bad that they didn't succeed with their Agents of Chaos game. Yeah. Although it was basically just a spin-off of uh, Saints Row. It was a Saints Row spin-off that tried to do Overwatch-style hero shooters in a single-player game. It wasn't a Saints Row spin-off. And the only reason I'm saying that is Saints Row, Red Faction, and then Agents of Chaos all exist in the same universe. Yep, because it uh, Agents of Chaos has Gat as a playable character, and technically, it's, by the it, way, it's Agents of Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem, Mayhem. right? Yeah, it was same thing. It, it's actually based off of a, an original quote from the developers regarding Saints Row the Third. But um, no, the the premise for Agents of Mayhem is that's actually Gat's ideal world. Oh, okay. That's his version of heaven. Oh, okay. so that's so that's supposed to be like when you pull push the button on the ending Tron three thousand in Gat Out of Hell. Yeah, never played. This is that where one. Johnny Gat goes. Yep. But okay, okay. Because originally, I truly believe that some of the harder ties to the Saints Row series came about because they needed to promote the game. I think it started mm. more standalone. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But all these extra details I had no idea about, so. Cool. It's a shame, though. But anyway, they're redoing Saints Row, and what I'm hoping for is that we still get the dopest gameplay customization options of 3-4. I want my dildo bat. It... <laughs> like, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind uh, I don't mind fart in a jar as, uh, as the ultimate flashbang. That's the first time in any GTA-style open-world game that I consistently used a grenade, because that's the funniest thing in the world. Um, 
the customization options were dope. They didn't mind you dressing up as a superhero. And just the fact that you could run to a car and when you press the hijack button, you just jump into it through a window. Oh, yeah. The hijack animations were fucking ridiculous and awesome. Yeah. So take take all that fun, wacky gameplay and merge it with a more grounded story. And when I say more grounded, I just mean that it's still over the top, but it does take itself serious. By the time you hit Saints Row 4, it's so much of a farce. The story is so much of a farce and so winky and naughty that it, it feels wrong. And it's like, yeah, I get it. It's goofy. But like in world, they should all believe in their universe. It, it was a little overtly tongue in cheek. I will definitely get, give you that. Yeah, like Saints Saints Row 2 is absurdly over the top. Like it has some ridiculous the the things that your character can do in cutscenes is over the top and ridiculous. You, you had the mission where you're trying to ruin the retail or the uh the housing market so you drive around in a septic truck. Yeah. spewing poop all over the buildings. Well, there's <laughs> That was the best mission. They there's an entire cutscene where you and Johnny Gat are inside of a house battling ninjas yep and yet it's still kind of serious with the death of aisha or just taking on the brotherhood and all of those are ridiculous over the top gun fights but you got to worry about carlos being drug from the back of a truck like they managed to balance it out with being serious in the universe while still existing in like a over the top action movie yeah god this is just making me want to go this is just making me want to go back and play like Saints Row two and three. I really, I'd like to replay the third because I only gave it one playthrough and then I returned it. And then now that I have it again, I can't play it at all. It is a damn shame that the Switch port of Saints Row the third is janky as fuck. Well, I will one. say that since that came out, I'm surprised they didn't do a Saints Row four version either. But since that came out, um. There's been updates to smooth it out, and from what I hear now, it it plays pretty good in portable. But All right. I, but I it's still no game that came out on the uh, seventh gen should run shitty on the Switch. No, absolutely not. Especially when Doom exists. Yeah, and Doom runs fuck like apart from some frame drops, it runs just fine. Yeah. Um, but that that's pretty much all I've been playing. All right. I mean, it's a good thing to go back and replay it. The Saints Row games, I've always loved them because of their wacky, we're definitely not GTA, but totally knocking off GTA vibes. Yeah. Um, On the subject of games and how they run, have you guys heard of Haven? Uh, yes, Why? Well, but it, for some reason I am utterly blanking on it. This is a 2001 PS2 game. And what blows my mind is it's basically No Man's Sky. Except instead of an entire galaxy, it's a a single solar system, right? But other than that, it is a fully open world game that has entire planets. Uh, On those planets, there are dungeons that just sprawl. When you're on foot, it's basically a 3D platformer action game. But then you have you can jump into a vehicle, then you can jump into a spaceship, then you can fly directly into space, and it all runs at 60 frames per second, and it 
just how the fuck does it exist? How have I never heard of it? Because it was a Japanese release game, and uh, at the time, those did not do well in the American market. No, this nope. is from Traveler's Tales, the the people who now are stuck doing only Lego games. And I'm not sure, because like, I, I pulled it up, and it, it looks very Japanese. Like, it reminds me of Journey. Yeah, uh, the developer has a YouTube channel called Game Hut, but as I poured through his channel... Because I was going to have it as a recommendation. But as I poured through his channel, he just gets a little too highbrow with coding and explaining coding and stuff. And I just don't know what the hell he's saying. Mm. But he showed off the prototype. And his guess was that it was because um, in order to make sure that players weren't, you know, overwhelmed, you slowly progress unlocking vehicles and then eventually spaceships. And he thinks that they took too long. And so people never discovered that you could go to space. And so they thought it was just a generic 3D pla- action platformer, which was abundant at the time. Yeah, that's, yeah. that is possible. I think, I think personally, it's not because it took too long to unlock in-game. It's because they sure the hell didn't market it as a game that contained an entire solar system. <laughs> well, that was supposed to be the big twist. You know, that's what I'm thinking happened, is the publisher didn't market it correctly. Because if you market it that way, I probably never would have asked for an Xbox. Because I wouldn't have wanted that game. Well, I mean, it's kind of like uh, Star Ocean Till the End of Time. Which was actually a game I really enjoyed back in the day. Um, I've never played any of them. So, Till the End of Time was kind of the last really good one because they came out with one afterwards and that one tanked um Mm -hmm. till the end of time though like you started off in a spaceship like you were spacefaring civilization type of thing your spaceship actually gets attacked it's a cruise liner literally in space gets attacked and you take an escape pod and end up on a undeveloped world that is more like it's in the middle ages hmm and as you progress through the game, you get back to space, you go to other planets, and so on and so forth. Um, but then there was this major twist at the end of the, like, maybe last fifth of the game, where it turns out your world is actually a game itself. Ooh, dope. Yeah, and but it's hinted at earlier in the game when you're actually in, like, the VR of the cruise ship. And, like, your guy is, you know, playing out like he's this, you know, sword and board type of hero. And as you play through that, though, it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then you end up getting hints here and there that your world is not exactly what it seems. Coming Mm -hmm. to the final reveal of, no, your world is actually not real. Um, Damn. Yeah, and then your character, well, and that's the thing, your characters actually escape from it. Which goes totally kind of batshit because it basically means, hey, yeah, you were a virtual being. You are no longer a virtual being. You are real. Hmm. Fuck. Nowadays, that would give somebody an existential crisis. Like, wait a minute, my my Sims could come out. Oh God, do you know what I've done to them? Yeah. Oh, well, that's say, the thing. it them... makes me think of the Matrix, but you take out think... the fact that you had a body. Makes me think of what episode two of. The Rick and Morty season four. 
where uh, Virtual Rick gets a corporeal body and gains a god complex. Yep. Um, another one would have actually been uh, the second Tron movie, the most recent one. Oh, yeah. Where at the end which... of the movie, she has a physical body, and it's like, where did that come from? It's like, just did. Welcome to technology. <laughs> have not seen either Tron movie. Should I? Really? Um, the... So, the 2000 Tron movie is not terrible, but don't expect, like, yeah. Oscar performances. No, I'm aware, uh, and I know and that then people are retro Tron. By the, uh... Retrotron is Retrotron. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's retro. as, long as, you, as long as you go into Retrotron expecting, you know, a movie for what did that release in the eighties? Oh yep. God! Yeah, Early Pixar. that released in the eighties with eighties CGI. You'll be fine. I think it works for what into, it is. It, oh, yeah, it definitely if does. You, if you go into it expecting anything other than a cheesy eighties mild comedy no i don't expect i don't expect to be like how did these movies not win oscars about it but like <laughs> are they at least enjoyable like very recently i was able to finally watch john carter and much uh, like lone ranger john carter is a movie that's good enough that it should be a fucking series oh no Just john carter didn't... got screwed because of timing it yeah. it really did that when that did... was a good marketing what did that release around? Because it released around something that just pushed it to hell. Well, it released around another movie that had a very similar premise. Um, I just can't remember which one it was. There's did it also release the... around Avatar? No. Maybe. It wasn't... I don't think it was Avatar, but suffice to say, like it had the right idea for what it was doing, and it just it got screwed over by poor timing. Well, it also had the thing of all the trailers for it, because I remember them. All the trailers for it looked like Sword and Sandal, and no hint of sci-fi. Yeah, that is true. And then there's also the Of Mars curse, which is why it's called John Carter and not John Carter of Mars, even though John Carter of Mars, I think, would have done a little bit better. And it's the original title? Yeah. But, uh, but they took that away because th there is a belief that putting of Mars or Mars in the title uh, makes your movie flop. Just like Mars Needs Moms, which I don't have any interest in knowing if it's good or not, so. Mars Needs tell you Moms? Yeah. I've never uh, even heard or, that. Or Mission to Mars. But see, that's my thing. Mission to Mars worked. That I movie saw it did on fine. A, I saw it on a bad day, so I didn't like it. <laughs> That's fine. That's the one that ends with the dude going off with the aliens, right? Or is that the one with yeah. Ice Cube? Okay. No, that's that's the one where the dude goes off with the aliens and... Okay, so I was real young. You must have been younger if you saw it in theaters. Yeah, I did. Okay, so you were even younger than I was. My mind was blown by that ending, and I remember walking out and my dad being like, well, that was stupid, and me being like, that was the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Me and your dad, we get along great, because I also walked out and went, well, that was stupid. <laughs> Same thing happened with Boogeyman. I don't know if you remember that film. Nope. Okay, well, um... then I'll just, I'll just sum up leaving the theater. But uh, I left the theater with my dad and his girlfriend at the time, and his girlfriend was like, that was stupid. My dad was like, it was passable. And I was like, that was so genius. <laughs> 
Why does this mildly sound like when I left the theater for Battleship? <laughs> and everybody left with a bad taste in their mouth except me? Because I've never seen like Battleship. Those. Don't. But I happen to recall Don't. the, uh, the, the Sedgwick recap. And, the angry uh, fucking recap. How to dare be fair, you that was a lot of fun. To Battleship. I'm not comparing it to it. You I just said I compared the reaction. Yeah. I said the reaction sounds like it. I don't fucking know what movie that is. I've never heard of Boogeyman, so I can't Pretty compare good. it to a really shitty movie about boats. At least he admits it's like a really it. shitty movie. Oh, I've never not admitted it was a shitty movie. We are <laughs> so far off topic. <laughs> a smidge. But I this did... is a good... Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, I got I got a I got a tiny rumor that I want to get out because the the day that the podcast launches will be about the same time. Okay. Hold up hold that thought cuz we're going to go to break. Well, this is real quick. Metroid Prime Trilogy HD remaster. God, I fucking hope so. I think I announced just screamed at myself. the game awards. Yeah. Announced at the oh. game awards on Thursday. Go to break. <laughs> Good god. You can't go to break on that. There's no other news. God damn it. We'll be right back. Uh, we are part of the Next Wave podcast conglomerate. And you're about to hear some promos for some shows in that conglomerate. Check out those shows. Then head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDb of podcasts. Go check out the Next Wave. That's NXT Wave or Alternative Reality Radio list. And go give some of the podcasts on that list a listen. We will be right back after these promos. Hey, everybody. This is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons, and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, Go ahead and like our page on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds. We're back from break. I hope you guys enjoyed those podcast promos. How fucking dare you? <laughs> what? You dropped fucking Metroid rumors on us right okay, before to, the break. To, to, to pour a little cold water on you. The same rumor happened last year. I mean, that's true. I do remember that. 
but they I mean, are we... absolutely going to release the HD trilogy before four. Maybe we'll finally get some news on four too, considering that that's still in developer redesign. Well, we should. So it's it's getting the Sonic treatment. Yeah, they're making it proper. Um, I expect us to get a four announcement at at one of Nintendo's directs next year because come next year, it will have been two years in active development, like since they restarted everything. Yeah, since they had the whole announcement where they were switching the developers over. Yeah. Yeah, to the original guys. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff going down at Retro Studios. Oh, no. Like, they they have a revolving door of talent right now with majority of people leaving. Uh, apparently a lack of vision, a lot of uh, manager and higher-up issues. And it's kind of why we haven't seen another game from Retro since Tropical Freeze, which came out on the Wii U. Oh, that was the Donkey Kong game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It just, you know, I can hope that uh, we actually get a Metroid game. Yeah. It'd be um, nice to see another 2D Metroid as well. Yeah, yeah, because Samus Returns was really good. Yeah. Or, it'd, was it'd it Samus cool. Returns? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I really it, enjoyed that it, one, and it it was a good re-release of Metroid 2. Yeah, and if they did, like, if they did a similar style remake, uh, in my opinion, for, like, Zero Mission, um, and then went off into an actual proper sequel, that'd be cool. Yeah. I I would also like to see a remake of Metroid Prime Hunters, but, you know... That wouldn't be really included on the trilogy. What's Hunters? Hunters was the one that came out for the DS. Oh. Yeah. What's the one that you hate? uh, That would be Federation Force. I'd like to see them do another spinoff like that. But I... I, It would come with the caveat that you can't... What about the one where Samus never wears her suit? Oh, Other M? No, uh, I'm talking about the uh, the one where Samus was a total bitch and couldn't do anything yeah. without being told other to. Other M. Yeah, that, that was, was oh, that M. was other M. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They tried to make a more story-driven Metroid game and it flopped. But they really handed hard. it to the people who focus on titty physics. Yep. Yeah. Gave it to nin- Studio Fucking Ninja. Like what? The Team shit? Ninja. Yeah. That reminds me. <laughs> what the hell has Tomonobu Itagaki done since he left Team Ninja? Because they seem to have finally gotten their shit together with the last uh, Dead or Alive. But he hasn't seemed to do anything. Not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I I have no idea. It's been nearly a decade since he left. Maybe Uh... he retired? Well, he was supposed to be going on to greener pastures. Yeah, he retired. <laughs> yeah. 
Whenever someone says I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go uh, to greener pastures at this point, and you don't hear no, from I mean, them, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree. But it, not, when not he dead left, done, it was supposed but to like, be, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he, he was well, supposed the to question be, like, is, who going did he be better? Who did he go off to work with? No, like starting his own studio. Oh God, yeah, no, he's yeah, that's never gonna happen. Clearly. And it just cracks Same. me up. I remember a long, long time ago, uh, there was a mod. Far, far away. Yeah. Uh, but there was a mod for the first Extreme Beach Volleyball. And it was a nude pack to make all the characters naked. And I remember him flipping out about it because he claimed to view all the characters as, like, his children. And it was like somebody was taking naked photos of his daughters. I remember that. And then... The 360 comes out, and he's like, yeah, now we got each tit to jiggle on its own. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Oh, considering thing... uh, in DOA, I remember actually in the original DOA, um, they actually had it set up for one of the characters. She had nipples. Like, yeah. they were rendered, and they're under the clothes and everything. It was like, what? Why he, Why he, would you do that? He gave a huge speech about how there's a difference between, like, being sexy and being vulgar. And that the nude patch was vulgar. But, like, then look at the sequel to Extreme Beach Volleyball. A game where you can be... Extreme Beach Volleyball is a game where it's a solid volleyball game, but you will be uncomfortable if your parent walks in while you're playing. <laughs> And the sequel to that was Extreme Beach, where they literally cut out the volleyball and added in mini games where, like, you photograph the girls at various angles. Oh, yeah. It was basically like watching uh, Wipeout, but uh, with a lot more tits. Yeah. yeah. Or just playing through Center and Kagura. I think. Nope. I definitely Senra butchered and Kagura? That. Yeah, that one. I definitely butchered that pronunciation. Yes, you did. And all I, all I could really think about is, like, when the latest DOA came out, the review from Mike Fahey on Kotaku, who I love anyway, he unabashedly will like a, like a ridiculous Japanese game. Uh, but I remember in his review, he literally said that this was the first DOA that he wouldn't feel embarrassed if somebody walked in on him playing. Huh. The first DOA where he wouldn't have to be like, well, I mean, it has good, you know, mechanics. Like, it's, a, it's a solid fighting game, Mom. No, I'll go and to I church. Don't, what, what was the one that just released? I think it's six. Let's say that it's, yeah, it's six. six. Who cares? It's okay. Six. That means that four and five are total garbage because they were. Those, those were the games that were made without uh, Itagaki, by the way. But mm. it meant that we didn't have a good DOA since three. It skipped a whole console generation. It took until now, and this would be the first one. The sixth game in the series is also the first one in the series where people don't feel embarrassed. That's crazy. Get your shit together. <laughs> They're just tits, uh, bro. We do have... To, to move away from the, from the tits conversation for just a moment here. Why would you Ooh. ever do that? <laughs> well, 
Well, technically, it's moving to different tits. <laughs> because I'll accept this. PlayStation had their state of play boys. today. What? Haha. You didn't know about that? No, I know. I'm. I. I know about the state of play. I just. If his different tits are R3 make, I'm going to be mad. Oh. Well, prepare to be mad. <laughs> Bad transition, Sedge. Bad transition. <laughs> I find the fact you're debating on what kind of tits you're talking about rather hilarious. <laughs> don't judge me for my preference of tits. I don't. I just think it's funny. Which is oh, Look, also my right. As an owner of them... I like to talk about. It's an owner oh. of man tits. I'd like to talk about man tits. Can we not? Well, tits in general. As the owner of actual genuine tits, I'll say that I don't care what you guys talk about. I just like it's funny. What is happening right now? <laughs> Obviously, we're all on drugs. Apparently, she's wait. What remake? My life. Or three so, make. Yeah. So. Sony, in their state of play, uh, apart from announcing that Dreams... Dreams, that's the their create-a-game, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's coming to... It's getting some more full release with a story campaign? It's an, it's an actual release. Apparently, Dreams didn't release. It's just been in beta this whole time. Yeah. So I'm very Dreams excited is, about this. Dreams is coming out of beta... Uh, Ghost of Tsushima got... I almost did the light thing Damn because it. he's ingrained that into my brain. Ghost of Tsushi? Ghost of Tsushi, yeah, It's a Jamaican guy talking mom. about food. But uh, we got a new trailer for that, and we'll be seeing more at the Game Awards on Thursday. The trailer was such bullshit for Phantom Fish Mom. <laughs> uh, and they're... We got some uh, VR news for games that I've never heard of. And the one that I, you know, at work today saw, holy shit, they came out and said, oh, hey, by the way, you guys know how we announced uh, Project Resistance last year? Uh, yeah. Well, do you guys want to know what the single player for it is? Oh, it has a single player? It's Resident Evil 3. We all knew it was going to happen because the, you mm -hmm. know, images leaked last week for, of the Nemesis and Jill and, uh, Carlos, mm -hmm. but everybody, so everybody knew it was coming, but now that we know that it's tied in a package with Project Resistance, so that's the multiplayer aspect, and then we get the full Resident Evil 3 single player campaign. And they didn't have to. They didn't. They could have they just didn't released have to Project, Re uh, Project Resistance has been getting plenty of buzz. Everybody would have bought uh, R3 Make uh, alone. Like, they did not have to do this. It's it pretty dope that they did. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm not... I, I kind of shit on Resident Evil Project Resistance when it got announced, but... I, I But it turned out to be good. Did you watch any of the gameplay for it? I, I watched one... I, I need to go bad. back and rewatch it. I mean, that's what I hear. I hear it wasn't terrible. At least it's not Operation Raccoon City or that god-awful first-person shooter. I will admit, it's very reminiscent of the uh, the Discord game last year. 
You don't know that game? Nope. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, so it's a game where one person plays as a killer and everyone else plays as a survivor. So that's kind of the same thing. Uh, the big difference with the Resident Evil one is that you're a guy behind a computer spawning a bunch of mobs to kill yeah. the survivors. Um, whereas with last year, you are a singular kill, one of three possible killers trying let's to kill pour, the survivors. Let's pour one out, too, for Evolve. Uh, Evolve. Yeah. Because they tried, and it seems like everybody else was able to ape them better. Well, everybody else also didn't, you know, announce $100 worth of DLC from launch. Yeah. I Yeah, but look at the era it came out in. I know. Like, I, I, I know. think that we're just coming out of that. It, oddly enough, yes. <laughs> Finally. We're, <laughs> we're coming out of the obsessive microtransaction era. But I need my money. I'm a big game developer. Yeah, Make a game. good game. Games are finally starting to get good again. What do you uh, mean? My games are good. Of course, it's Go right back. at the end of the console's lifespan. You didn't yeah, like so... Ski Free 3D? Well, fuck you. Ugh. If any of you remember Ski Free. I do not. Oh my god. That I remember the original. Ski... Wait, I think so. That That's where the Yeti comes out in AT, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then yeah, I remember Ski Free. I had an old computer at one point. <laughs> Uh, well, I still have an old computer, but... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what's changed? Um, hey, leave oh. my 2005 HP Pavilion alone. It has been. So, apart from that, yeah, so that's coming out in April of next year. Unfortunately, right around Cyberpunk, Doom, all of the other games releasing around Resident April. Resident Evil is going to do fine. I know it's going to do fine. I'm just saying it's also coming out around Cyberpunk and Doom. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Supergiant's new game came out on... Who's Supergiant? They're the guys who did Transistor and Bastion and Pyre. Mm. Oh, they're the people I always hear about, but I've never played their game. Yeah, uh, their new game, Hades, is finally off of the Epic Store and on Steam and other consoles. Fun game, by the way. I have been meaning to pick it up. It's it is a lot more hack and slash than Bastion. Like fast think faster hack and slash than uh what Transistor was, but more use of skills than Bastion was. Okay. I can get behind that. Also apparently uh the Darksiders Diablo style game came out and it's not actually a Diablo style game, it's just an isometric Darksiders. Does that oh, make really? it better? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But you can play as Strife, and Strife is a gunslinger. So it The it, edgelord it, in you sings his praises. Shut up. <laughs> it does actually have some pretty good uh, uh, first impressions that I've heard of. Just a lot of people were like, fucking bring another Darksiders out already. Even though the last one just came. I have never played a Darksiders game, and I've just heard so not good things think about Think Legend three. of Zelda, but dark. No, I know. And the, the second one was just fetch quest the game, from what I hear. The second one's the only one I've ever played. It, it, 
I would actually say it's very. It feels more like uh, not Skyward Sword. Um, wow, I'm blanking on the most recent Legend of Zelda. Breath, Breath of, the of the Wild. Wild. Yeah, it feels very Breath of the Wild. Um, just yeah. with a little bit less on the free roam. Yeah. But the world is massive in Darksiders too. See, okay. uh, I think that your Zelda uh, comparison is very apt because. I could not get into Darksiders 2. And until Breath of the Wild, I couldn't get into any of the Zelda games. <laughs> That's true, and pretty much everybody says that the first Darksiders is just, you know, it is Legend of Zelda, but with an angrier skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the combat feels more God of War satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, that is it's, also uh, true. It's Legend of War. Nope, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's something completely different. Huh. I got a game that we got to talk about because I, I I just I'm gonna explode if we don't. Well, I guess we just have to not talk about it then. <laughs> well, then you can quit bitching whenever I can't show up. Um, but anyway, Jesus Christ, the video game. Oh God. Oh God. Why do we have to talk about this? Because I hate it. I hate everything about so it. So does the rest of the world. Like, funny. okay, before before I get into any real beef here i just want to say the trailer alone makes it look like all you do is raise your white hands and then watch stuff happen like they don't actually show any real gameplay it looks like it's a one button game okay. every single thing that they show you want to heal you know a sick old woman press the button raise your hands you want to give a dude fish press button raise your hands you want to go beat the devil who is the only cool character model in the whole trailer Press button, raise your hands. Hate it. Hate it. Secondly, if you want to do an actual biblical game, why pick the most boring parts? Well, to be Either... fair, that could just be a really shitty trailer. Dude, <laughs> no. It's not a shitty trailer for a game that's a secret gem. The game's gonna suck, and you know it. Oh, I... I'm well fucking aware. I'm not there's saying it's that... going to be anything but massive amounts of suck. I mean, yeah, you there's, there's a reason that Jesus, that had, Jesus had to teach in parables. You the don't want to be sure it will be. I've seen some YouTubers make horrible games hilarious to watch. Sure, yeah, but, but the... just because they're hilarious to watch, because a YouTuber does YouTube things at it, does not mean it's going to be fun to play. Yeah. The very bad game. And I don't even know how much enjoyment you're going to get out of that because there's only so many takes you can have on the series of hand raisings you go through. I mean, the weird simulators where you're moving around false hands are pretty funny. Just by how bad our controls are. Sim hand simulator is a whole different debacle. <laughs> that game is just... <laughs> just it's a thing that exists and are. actually... Isn't that badly made? It's just infuriating. Just as fuck to play. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play this game. The objective of the game is to shoot one of the guys in the room. You have a revolver and six bullets. Good luck loading the revolver. Hell, good <laughs> luck picking up the revolver. Hell, good luck picking up the bullets without throwing the bullets across the room. Press the button to start. Yeah, that can be funny. It's a horrible game to play. It's a horrible game to do anything with except for to watch. Fairly Either way, accurate. this game is, is going to be boring to play, boring to watch. 
It's going to, I'll tell you, you know how you know it's going to be terrible? Because the developers are, are genuinely earnest in their attempt to make a game about Jesus, and nobody seems that offended by it. Not that alone should tell game. you that it's going to suck. That's fair. It wasn't like the uh, the one I shared with everybody. Well, that was meant to cause controversy. I'm, oh, I'm saying know. somebody who's not trolling, who tries to make a genuine game that, that, that is genuinely resonant, would cause controversy somewhere. Christ, I'm not even surprised who's publishing this game. Christ? No, Play, <laughs> Playway. They Who? publish goddamn everything. Okay, this is some of the games that Playway has published. House Flipper, U-Boat, Thief Simulator, Cooking Simulator, Plane Mechanic Simulator, Car Mechanic so, Simulator, so it is. Fishing Simulator... It, okay. <laughs> it, it, are you seeing the theme the here? Simulator. I can keep going. No, no, no. you good. <laughs> the uh, only one on that list, well, there's two on that list that super interest me, and that's Cooking Simulator just because I'm more curious, and U-Boat because I'm me. And he has problems when it comes to U-Boats. There's not one in my house. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, you have quite a bit of U-Boat games. I'm surprised you don't have that one. I do have that one. I backed it on <laughs> Kickstarter. <laughs> it's like, no, no, he does. Uh, anybody have anything else this week, or is this a good place to wrap up? Um, oh, so much more to say. You always do. <laughs> no, just about this Jesus game. No, no, we are done. It is yeah, no, Jesus it's fine. I get to say, like, two things, and y'all cut me off. It's cool. You guys should, like, make it a special of one day you upload just a video of you guys trying to play that. No. <laughs> no. It's just a compilation. Just spend money on it. <laughs> the game should fucking... You're cutting out, and I don't know what you... Just, <laughs> I just heard the game should fucking, and then nothing. Burn. <laughs> ah, so that's why you cut Their out, next game, because... fucking simulator. Ugh. I oh, mean, no. considering the, 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 the massive surge of porn games on Steam, it's probably already there, let's be honest. It yeah, probably is, but don't give them ideas. Alternatively, give them ideas. <laughs> give them better ideas than that. Sedge needs new things to try. Give them ideas. I like, do you that actually have other stuff to for... say on uh, the Jesus Christ simulator? It's fine. Like if you're going to if you're going to make an attempt at making a Bible game, if you want to do it based on the actual text, give me a fucking stealth game. And you're wondering how do you do a stealth game? You've got you've got Moses whenever he's escaping the Egyptians. You've got Jesus as a as a baby whenever he's a refugee escaping from Herod. You've got Jesus whenever he's trying to escape the Romans as an adult before he gets crucified. I don't have to just raise my hands and watch something happen. But but more importantly, I think that you should do a game based on the lore rather than the text. If you were going to do it based on the text, give me an RTS war game based on the Old Testament. Everything in the New Testament sucks for game. I don't want to I don't want to have a generalized statement that offends people there. But the New Testament blows for a video game. And and the final do 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 yeah exactly. And then you get beheaded because you were playing as Paul the Apostle. But there's a lot of cool stuff in the actual lore that you could base a game off of. Or do a parable game where you're just trying to teach, you know, whatever it's teaching, if you're, if, if that's your thing. If you, if you have to make a religious game. Like, 
There's so many options. Personally, I want a God of War style game where you play as a demon who realizes you've been tricked by Satan and you're trying to work your way back to becoming an angel. I feel like that exists somewhere. I feel like that's just Dante's Inferno. <laughs> no, because uh, Dante's Inferno ends with you going to battle in heaven. No, I thought it ended with you going to purgatory. After you realize think... your uh, your girlfriend is evil. Yeah, no, I think that they were skipping purgatory and going straight to heaven. Either way, yeah. it never got a sequel. That'd be cool, too. Dude's Dante's Inferno isn't based on anything biblical, and that's a better bi a Bible game than Jesus raises his hand. Simulator. I almost want this to like come out and it be like the top action game of the year. I I I watching the thing. I had this worry that like, oh shit, is this not a regular game but a VR game? Meaning you just every ten minutes you got to raise your controllers. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to do well. We all know that. No, but I just, I have to vent about it because, like, even that, do you remember the Doom clone Noah's Ark? Yes. Somehow that bullshit, I think, had more thought behind it than Jesus raises his hands the game. I don't I know either of those. So. I never played that, so... <laughs> I never, I never played, played it either. I've just seen it. You you have a slingshot and like, you shoot it at animals or something? I don't remember. I don't know. Good lord. Oh my uh, god. And 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 the the final thing I'll say on it, because I'm officially done. I could talk for days about the God of War idea I had, but that's different. Um Oh, he had it. Uh, It'd just be called War for God. From my brother, whenever I first ranted about this game the day that the trailer dropped. Uh, I want a black and white game where you help Noah build an ark and decide which animals are worthy of not drowning. Instantly goes to find unicorns. And then I said, bonus level for the, uh, for the stealth game, you play as Moses, God is hunting you, and you have to find ways to hide until your wife circumcises your kid. Actual biblical lore. <laughs> I Bible's weird, yo. Yeah, I mean, you'll the get... Bible's fucking weird. You'll get yeah, it is. That's why I'm saying poo from that, that shit. Is. Sorry, go ahead, Dwight. Yeah, but it's, if you make a generic good, good game for the Bible, people will love it. But if you point out any of the bad stuff that's in the Bible in that game, then you're gonna get some riots. <laughs> but if you were, if you were Free being, publicity. granted, my Moses level is obviously kind of a joke but that's the thing is you could say you could have a genuine message it doesn't have to be pro-bible you could have a genuine message based on actual biblical lore and then people will be outraged yes and and as control said that is good publicity people will be outraged but all you have to do is turn them to the bible like if you're basing it off of it fuck it don't keep saying that all that stuff doesn't matter it got rewritten he wanted to change it hey Yo, you know what? Jesus did actually say these things. He did literally just say, fuck these guys. I, I, I don't know why you were all him. upset. Now, imagine a Jesus game. Dead. Imagine the Jesus game, but the point is that you get the choice. I'll take that. If I don't have to just raise my hands and make miracles happen. 
I'll take that game. Like, when you're dying on the cross, you can call for the uh, whatever legions of angels to come rescue you, and then just you're basically giving the middle finger to humanity. I'd love, like, if you could make choices like that. If somebody comes up and they're like, oh, I got no fish in this bucket, and you're like, man, that sucks for you, and then you spawn fish for yourself instead. <laughs> this sounds like playing... Jesus, a... is, the, Jesus is just the broy douchebag. This sounds sucks, like playing bro. the evil option in black and white. That's the thing. That's the thing. Is like that's what makes black and white fun. Is you get to choose. What the fuck can you choose in this stupid Jesus raises his hands game? I'm sorry, I keep calling it that. <laughs> oh. All right. This game sucks. That... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to stop. Before we completely alienate the rest of our audience. I, mean, we I don't think already. we have a huge. Never mind. We love all of you that watch. Thank or er, listen. Uh, if uh, you like the show, you can follow us wherever you are listening to podcasts. Go to Podchaser, leave us a review. Go to iTunes and leave us a review. Recommend us to a friend. I like how uh, he's saying also... all of this very hesitantly. <laughs> we're also on uh facebook facebook.com slash groups slash gaming casual podcast we are on twitter at gaming casual pod me personally am on twitter at sedge underscore gaming control where can the people find the things that you do you can find me on facebook facebook.com slash zguru review otherwise you can hit me up on twitch at twitch.com slash control freak or on twitter at or it's not an at, at is it at? Whatever it is, it's uh, Freak Control, which is basically just switching Control Freak because stupid DC characters. Light, where mm. can people find you? Um, you can find me in my house. Uh, on social media, you can find me on Twitter at King Kegel. Uh, you can like, share, and follow my ministries at ChristIsLord.org. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Uh, no. This is what happens when you free him from the Matrix. <laughs> nope, we're gonna put him back in now. Oh no. <laughs> Too late, you're going back. Oh no. Wait. Boop, boop. We love you all, and we will see you next week. Also, go check out the Game Awards. They're on Thursday. <laughs> Which will be the day you're listening to this. Yeah, so today. Bye bye, everybody. So long. Considering Oculus.